Hey everyone, it's Monday and it's Mark and it's time for the ADHD Creative. Hopefully I'm going to get back on track this week. We'll get back into Monday, Wednesday and Friday episodes. Everything's going well. Uh, give you a little update on my brain. Everything is functioning pretty well. Um, a lot clearer. I'm actually typing faster. I'm able to walk straight for the first time in months without wobbling or falling. Uh, very happy with what's happened. As long as it keeps moving forward this way, I think everything will be okay. I got a year to kind of sit with until everything takes place. And after that, we'll see what happens. But so far, so good. And it's keeping me clear about thinking. The one thing I did goof up on is on Friday, I didn't go back to talking about <clears throat> kids, which we're going to do. And I apologize. I got off on social media because it was bugging me. But, you know, I read, I follow a lot of people that talk about ADHD and written books and books for kids and books for adults. And, you know, I don't know. The reason I do this is, yeah, I could sit there and write a book. And I'm thinking about writing a book, but I'm writing a book based on my on my podcast. podcast. But what I think about is how many times do people just don't have the time to read? And you can write a great book, they buy it, and they may read it once. And to be honest with you, a lot of the stuff that I would think of writing down, because I thought about it, I've, I mean, I've had years of living with this. So I have a lot of experience. But when I think of writing, I think of the fact that if like me, I mean, I'm ADHD. So I get a book, I read it, I may not finish it. I, I'll go between four or five books. I lose where I was, my place. The thing is the information that I would want to give to people are daily tips, daily things that are going on in life. So if they read a book, they're going to read it once, maybe Maybe they'll go back to it, but they they may not go back to it. And there's a lot there'll be a lot of things in there that are important. And I think through the podcast, I can get all that information out at, like we do, as I do, and you're able to go back and feed through the topics. And like I said, when I do the book, I'm going to try to make it interactive where the topics are there and the podcast is there, plus maybe I'll like I said, I'll write something about that podcast. But I really think that listening to it when you feel like it, it's a lot easier than trying to get the book. And if it goes in your bookcase, you may never pick it up again. And granted, that's the same thing with a podcast. You may not pick it up again. But the thing is, it's there. Now, well, for kids, what I think is where a book is great to help kids understand certain things. It's also great for parents. But again, it goes back to that thing of the book gets dropped someplace in a bookshelf or whatever. This I can do daily. I mean, I could talk about kids and ADHD every day and how, what I went through and what my parents had to do to confront my issues. Um, and hopefully that'll help you. And it may not, but it'll just give you ideas. But one thing that is, that I went through was over-imagination, over-creativity. My mind was flowing with ideas and dreams and escapes and what I wanted to do, even as a kid. And when I first, one of the therapists told my parents to get me to paint. And I am not an artist, okay? I can't draw a straight line, even with a ruler. Um, but they wanted me to paint. So I tried painting. 
This wasn't working because first they did paint by numbers. Well, I got bored with that. That didn't take long. I think after 10, I was saying, not heck with this. Uh, the thing is, I started just painting on canvas. And that's what they finally said to do, is just let them paint on canvas with colors. And I did. And most of my paintings were vibrant colors. But the one thing that was standard in all my paintings was yellow. And one of the therapists said it's because it makes him feel good. It's the sun. It keeps him smiling. It keeps him thinking. It keeps him feeling good. So all of my paintings had a yellow spot or a yellow area. And one of our relatives who owned a manufacturing firm, he did T-shirts and sundresses and all this stuff out of New York, picked one of my paintings for one of his designs because it was a lot of fall colors like the tans and the browns and the oranges but in the dead center was this bright yellow basically like a sun but it wasn't the sun it was just where i put this blotch of yellow this time and then worked around it and he used that as a design and he asked could i see more of your work and i was like yeah i was only a kid right i think i was 11 or 12 and who knew what you know and he used a few of them for different designs but the thing is, is that you need to let the kids and you guys, if your kids listening, you need to express yourself. You can't be afraid to let your imagination go and you have to express it whichever way works. If it's music, if it's art, if it's singing, I don't care what it is. You need to get it out and work with it from there. If you get bored with it, you can move on. But the thing is, it's in you already. It's already there. Your imagination is running. Take advantage of it. Because, you know, as you get older, you don't lose the imagination, but you're so busy with life that your imagination kind of falls behind the scenes. And stuff that you really want to get out, you may never get out because you're so busy doing other things. And other things are compounding daily. When we're kids, we can get away with stuff because... That's our existence. That's our life. When I was growing up, it was huge to have that freedom for my parents to express myself. And even in speaking with them, being able to talk to them, they talked to me on a level that I was able to understand and they could understand me. And a lot of times, you know, my, my mom was the one that really brought me up and was get upset with teachers and, and counselors who talked to me like I was a special ed kid. And she'd tell him, just talk to him like you would any other child. He's going to take what you tell him and he's going to run with it. And that was the truth. And adults, parents, if you're out there and you're listening and you got a kid with ADHD, what I would suggest is talk to them as you would anyone. Just sit them down and talk to them face to face. And, you know, my parents used to say, are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? Constantly. And it would really upset me because I was paying attention, but my mind is all, all over the place. But I heard what they were saying. And I promise you, your kids are hearing you. They really are. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do more of this about kids, ADHD, parenting, but I'm going to do it on the podcast. And it'll be available once we put a book out. There'll be episodes of it. But it's here. So you can pick this up anytime you want. You can transfer it. You can send it to your kid. You can send it to family. It's not something you have to lend like a book. So I'm going to do it here. I'm going to make it all on this podcast. Trust me. We're all, you're going to have a book full of stuff when this is over.
You guys have a great Monday. I'll be back Wednesday. I'm raring to go. This is Mark, and this is the ADHD Creative signing out.